Mr. Kassad. Clay. Week eight, baby. Are you excited? Week eight. Let's go. Let's do this thing. Yeah, it's gonna be, I, I assume it's gonna be better than week seven was for you. Uh, week seven was all right for me. I was actually pretty happy with it. Well, we have plenty of time to talk about it, so let's get right into it. Let's do, do you it. have the do you have the matchups up? Yes, do we want to save best for last and start maybe with the second one down? Um, yeah, why not? Okay. Let's see the second one down. Um, all right, so Jesus Christ, I guess starting here, uh, we'll start with, uh, let's get going. So first off, uh, how was uh, Palm Springs? Why don't I ask that first? We don't, I don't like this starting right in crazy. So how okay. was Palm Springs? I got you. It's true. We do have um, a few extra listeners, people outside of the league. Absolutely. Seem to be uh, downloading. So, yeah, um, <clears throat> dude, Palm Springs was a very good time. Had I a good heard time the was... weather was uh, pretty solid, not too hot, not too cold. Ninety-two degrees um, for everybody. Everybody out there in the pod pod world, I uh, was down there for work and had the opportunity to bring my wife down too. It was kind of like a weekend golf work event, so it was pretty fun. Nice, nice. How the uh, how the golf game look? Golf was great because it was a scramble, and I was, I was so I was so Always bad fun. off. Yeah, I was so bad off the uh, tee box. It was like a shorter course with narrow fairways. Gotcha. So I played with these old guys that were just, they couldn't hit it very far, but they were just money right down the middle. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've had this talk before. For any uh, any guys in the league or anyone who's who's attempted to golf or anything. It's very frustrating. Uh, we, we, Colin and I uh, just recently played with a group of old guys in a tournament uh, this last weekend um, with these guys that we golf with pretty frequently. And it's really frustrating to see 65 to 70 year old men uh, scoring better than you um, pretty regularly. And it's something that just sucks to see. It's never fun, especially at our age. We just feel like we should just be dominating them in any kind of sport um, that requires physical activity. So, um, but that's good. At least, you know, it was a more of a fun scramble version, not you just getting beat by these old guys. No, and we did pretty well too. So it was good. Fun. That's fun. Great. Um, well, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, we will start, um, not with our matchup. We'll save the best for last, but we will go boom and digs rebrand versus good Phil hunting. Uh, that is the first matchup, um, for all of you listeners out there. Uh, good Phil hunting Dylan branch, um, Got the W this week against a very lowly uh, uh, Boom and Diggs rebrand, uh, Mr. Matthew Cox, who now finds himself in 12th place. Um, what do you think about this matchup here, Colin? What is it? What do you, any notes? Yeah, I mean, Chad just passed the family crest and um, he took his rightful place in last. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what to say about this team anymore. I think there was more trades made today. I, I'm not sure if they involved yeah. Madigan or every every. It seems like every Tuesday or Wednesday, Chad or Matt, who are in respectively 11th and 12th by what seems to be a lot, are making trades and fucking with the rest of our league. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I very much. It's tough because this is one of those things that you can't really police. Um, it also probably has a little bit to do with how your team ended up at the end of last year um, with some 
some little trades here and there. If I'm not mistaken, am I wrong on that? Um, with some, uh, with no, some keepers. You were right because I was going for keepers. Yeah. I will say yeah. it's been a little overstated on how bad my team was. I don't think I finished in last. I'm actually positive I didn't. No, no. And but... then um, I had Kamara, who, while he was a great keeper, was also very good. Like, I, tr- I gave up guys for him. Yes. So um, he was scoring. But it definitely is something in, and where I will say now that we aren't doing keepers next year um, – it is a bit more questioning, um, and it's going yeah. to – It's going. To, I know that the uh, deadline, I believe, is either coming or has passed um, for, for trade that's coming up, I think. Um, and it's one of those things that uh, it will start to get more questionable as we go. Um, I hope we don't see that. That's something you never want to see in the league is guys starting to um, – especially in this situation, like I said, where there is no keeper value – um, guys starting to do this, something that hopefully we don't see going forward. Um, I don't understand why you'd keep trading when, when there's no like way you're going to be making your team better. You're just kind of out of it. Well, I, I want to save this for a little bit later, but we're going to definitely be done chaining Matt Cox today. Yes, we will. This was kind of yeah. one of those situations um, where we knew it was coming for one of these guys, um, and it definitely came and went. So um, yeah. as Dylan's uh, little picture came uh, and went so yeah um yeah i think we're done here sorry dogs freaking out on the uh on the cat oh yeah i mean i would just say like dylan had a great week by the way he did uh, rivers solid day kareem hunt looks like you know one of the top three guys you probably want right now with um your dude todd Gurley, um and saquon and then um, Hunt, those guys seem to be the three guys yeah, this year. Yeah, uh, I would throw Melvin Gordon in there as well, but yes. Yeah, def- Melvin too. I think yeah. Melvin probably – I mean, not right now the way the offense is going, but Melvin is definitely still in that conversation as well um, for guys. Yeah. He obviously, he's hurt right now, so it changes a little, but um, definitely a guy that, that you want to see um, around. So, um, yeah. yeah. I guess I'll flip this on you. What out of Cox's team right now would you even want? Um, probably AJ Green. AJ Green's had a good year. Yeah, I mean, I think AJ Green is a guy who's very week in week out. Um, Stephon Diggs, as Dylan tried to tell me earlier, was a, a wide receiver one, and he just definitely is not. Um, he's. I don't think anyone saw the Adam Thielen year coming that he's having, but um, I just never really saw him as that. He's just not week to week a guy that you can trust to score ten points or more like you can an AJ Green, who is definitely a wide receiver one. Um, yeah. Peyton Barber kind of doing the same thing. I, I still like Brita like that. I will say the offense seems to be getting worse in San Fran. Like for a while, they were still scoring some points, but I do think that as long as he gets healthy, I think he's still going to produce. Like you just, you've seen that guy now produce kind of week in week out for a while and saw him get a lot of rushing yards, which is just pretty indicative of the fact that he's going to, he's a, a talented player. And so um, I, I think you'll still see some guys, Carlos Hyde in Jacksonville, maybe as well. Um, but yeah, overall, I think the, sum of the parts is, uh, is troubling. Yeah, it is. Well, only thing left to say about this is Dylan getting that century mark, always important on a weekly basis and Cox putting up a 60.96. That's going to be one of the worst scores we see this year. Yeah. And, and tough to see also with, um, he got 19 points out of his quarterback and usually you'd be like, Oh, well, Rogers is on a buy, but he still got 19 points. So. Um, it just shows you kind of where he was at 
uh, Hyde not playing, that kind of thing hurt him definitely. But a yeah, good, he, good, good win for Dylan. Great win. I think Dylan, as I mentioned before, is back. I like his team quite a bit going forward. Yeah, I think uh, Dylan's team is definitely a team to watch out for. He had, a again, a, a really big game from uh, from a couple guys, from uh, Kareem Hunt, obviously, in particular, but definitely do like Dylan's team going forward. Wow, there's one thing that I saw. He, he actually sat Ridley. He got on that train. Ridley's had three bad games in a row. Yeah, he did. I saw that. It's uh, for him. I mean, he, he played Collins, and I have Collins in another league. Collins is kind of tough. He's very touchdown dependent. He's not going to rush for usually over like 50, 60 yards you'll get out of him. So you really do need a touchdown. But um, that's going to be a tough one the rest of the year. He's probably maybe Chris Thompson, but I guess he has Devontae Adams too. Corey Davis is just not a guy you can play right now in Tennessee. Um, so he's going to continually have to find a guy for that. Um, flex that flex spot yeah I mean Leonard Fournette obviously who knows when he's coming back so I think that's going to be the one thing with Dylan's team um, and then you know it's just can you get consistency from John Brown and um, and Ingram I don't know I'm actually you know what I said Dylan was back I don't know anymore. yeah I, I gotta be honest I'm, I'm he, out scored, of he scored 100 points with a 32 spot a 19 spot and a 20 and then everything else was pretty much nothing I like Njoku though he had he had the touchdown but yeah. Um, there, there really was, that's pretty bunched together. Um, and I don't know if you can expect that from John Brown or, um, or really expect that, um, you know, from the 10 points from his kicker. Even. I mean, it is just well, one of those things. Njoku had one catch Yes, for 52 yards. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I saw the so. one receiving T. I did not know it was one catch. So again, um, yeah, I mean, you said – I know we joked about it earlier, but I, I think Dylan's team is actually one that um, he's going to still have to start. I, prob- I would compare his team with mine. I think it's very much going to be a fringe playoff team just based on some of the bad teams, but um, needs some lucky weeks coming up, maybe some health as well. Yeah, I totally agree. And I was incorrect. He definitely had more than one catch. I thought so. Yeah, he had 52 yards. It was I, he had a it was a down by the goal line that he caught yeah. his touchdown. It was like on a fade route. Um, but, I'm gonna blame I'm gonna blame our stats guy freezing on that freezing. If you could, uh, yeah, give me a better one next time. Yeah, Thanks. God damn it, freezing. Um, speaking of freezing, so, let's, let's go to his matchup. Okay, go next for it. Next up on the board, uh, we have. Calvin the Great versus our our champion, our god, Voodoo Mama Juju. Voodoo Mama Juju coming out with the win. Um, wow. Just a juggernaut performance again from Justin Lairbaum. Does he ever score um, up to or less than his projection? No, he does not, is the answer. Yeah. Voodoo Mama Juju, 7-0, first place. Lairbaum train keeps rolling. It does. This uh, this matchup, I will say, I did like what I saw. I mean, Freezing had a couple things not fall his way. Number one, he had obviously he had some great games on James White and Emmanuel Sanders. He had a really tough one from Ezekiel Elliott. I did not expect that against Washington. Um, things like that, like getting the four, that's going to be one of Zeke's worst games this year. Um, tough. Also, you did get 21 from Manuel and 21 from James White. Um, pretty, pretty large outputs from those guys. But overall, kind of tough to see your, your RB1, your first-round pick, 
only put up four points. That's always tough. Um, you know what? I'll go deeper than that. I, I will say it won't just be one of his worst games. It will be his worst game of the year, Century Lock. Uh, oh, Century Lock. Uh, watch out, ladies and gentlemen. We, uh, we did not see that coming. Um, you are right, though. It will be one of his worst. Um, no, it's not one of his worst. The it will, worst. Okay, great. It will be his worst. Um, yes, it, it is one of those uh, one of those games that you just kind of got to pass up. I mean, if you're layer bomb, you'd be you're happy you got it. Um, I think we've we may have talked about this before, but um, you know, there's these are the kind of breaks that you kind of need to be seven and zero. Oh. You need things like this to happen. Um, when you're layer bomb, you also just score 120 points every game. So I guess I that also is pretty nice. Um, in terms of layer well, bombs team, what do you uh, what do you see that you were like you know stood out? Yeah. Well, before we get to layer bombs team, I did just want to say like James White, Emmanuel Sanders. Two guys that I think like everybody has tried to have on their team at some point. Yep. And they're like legitimately good this year. Yeah. They're they're you have to play them every week right now. You definitely do. And they're going off. Yeah. And Emmanuel I, Sanders is having such a good season. And it's crazy that Emmanuel Sanders is having this kind of year and fucking Demarius Thomas is not. Yeah. Um Demarius Thomas, by all accounts, physically more talented than Emmanuel Sanders, and I don't think that's even in question. Um not only does Case Keenum not seem to trust Demarius Thomas, but he equally the opposite trusts Emmanuel Sanders fully. And for whatever reason, Emmanuel Sanders just gets the ball in big spots. He gets the ball in great routes. Um, and, like, it just doesn't go around to anyone else in that offense. Some Philip Lindsay out of the backfield, but um, it really is surprising how much volume you see go towards Emmanuel Sanders. Um, and James White, too. James White is kind of playing this new version of the NFL running back where it's almost like the Packers kind of did like a, a shitty version of it with Ty Montgomery where you basically use like a receiver in the backfield where James White is just, you know, barely getting any any rushing yards. It's really – he is just so good out of the backfield and so in tune with that offense that they just use him like no other team. I don't know how other teams don't find guys on their team that are James White-ish and use these guys that way. Yeah. If I told you Emmanuel Sanders was leading the league in receiving yards, you would say? I, you know, it's crazy. I mean, obviously, I think most people would be like, no way. But um, but I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, at this point, God, he's had so many good – like just looking at his fantasy points um, this year. I know he's not scoring a ton of touchdowns. It looks like three touchdowns on the year. So those yeah. have to come – I mean, 135-96, 115-102 the last two weeks. Um, 75 in between. I mean, he's just put up numbers. Um, well, it would be another fake stat because he's actually eighth so far. Yeah. Adam Thielen is first. Oh, obviously. 822 yards. Yeah. But uh, he's way up there. He's way better than I would have expected. I mean, yeah, the of the year. this is like, I mean, his low this year was a 6.3 uh, in terms of points. I mean, he's, this is a very good, this is like a, the highest end wide receiver two we have, I think around. So um, really solid. And, and honestly, like they're going to keep throwing the ball. They're going to be down a lot. Um, so I yeah, think they suck. that's a guy like you can expect freezing has three good wide receivers right now. I really like, I think Mike Evans is kind of scratching the surface. I think he's once Jameis gets back in tune with him. I think he's going to be a monster. Robert Woods should be good all year. That 8.4. Like you'll see that every week. Um, 
and then Sanders as well. So, yeah. Well, flipping over to Larebaum's team, God, it is his his like starting roster didn't look that great, and then you look at his bench, and it's like he is so deep right now. Yeah, he just has like Juju Smith Schuster on his bench right now. He's got Tevin in the slot, and there's no Devontae Freeman coming back anytime soon. I mean, that guy's he's he's an RB two like week in week out. He's gonna play for you. Um, and he's going to get you points because the Falcons throw him the ball. Another guy who just kind of gets it all kinds of different ways. Um, you have David Johnson's like Larabom's low scorer this year every week. Yeah. Um, that's got to be something you got to be happy about. Uh, uh, yeah. Dude, just, sneaky Doug it. Baldwin on the bench too. Yeah, that's another one. I mean, that was a great trade that he pulled off. Yeah, Doug Baldwin. Um, I saw it might even be listed on Yahoo, but I thought I saw someone call him up say he yeah he's just like an every week wide receiver two he's going to be that guy. Um, Seattle's going to throw him the ball. He will get a lot of targets. Russ once they get back into it, Russ is going to get him the ball. So um, yeah, I mean overall just oh, yeah. another dog. Well, he had he came off an an eight target game right before like we just had that Oakland yeah. game. Yep. Then the bye and the Oakland game was a blowout and he had eight targets. So yeah. I think he's going to be – he's going to start getting into that d- double-digit targets a week. Yeah. And he traded him for Peyton Barber, right? Yep. Yeah, and Peyton Barber, a guy who had one good game this year, and that has been – not to mention that Ronald Jones scored a touchdown for the Bucks last week. Um, and I believe – did it get called back or did a Peyton Barber one get called back? Yeah, either way, the Bucks just had their first rushing touchdown this year, last week. And I can't remember if – I think it was Ronald Jones because Peyton Barber only had like three points. So really? yeah, that, and that I heard Scott Hansen say that was the first rushing touchdown by a Tampa Bay Buccaneer this year. I was also a guy who was high on Peyton Barber coming into the year. Obviously a few weeks in, I was like, okay, this is bad. Um, but he did have a good week. And I think Matt was kind of grasping at straws and obviously it uh, bit him in the ass. Yeah, it did. Yep. What do we have next? Up next, we have. Uh, Adam Booming Thielen versus Booming Red Rocket. Um, we have uh, Matt Long with coming out, Matty Kid coming out with a big win, 111 points, m- way above his projection. Uh, guns falling to three and four, eighth place. Matty Kid moving up to three and four, and in fifth place. Um, so yeah, I mean we had. Matty Kid riding Jameis Winston, really smart, savvy play this week. Um, Jameis Winston just seems to be he had a he had a like what looked like a bad game statistically, and then I remember into like the third quarter it did not look good, and then he just went ham in the fourth quarter. He had a rushing touchdown also. Um, his twenty points this week was with no touchdowns and two picks, just to give you an idea. Yeah, Jesus. And I'm just looking at this team. I'm like. I would think this team would be terrible at the beginning of the year. Oh yeah. This <laughs> and is it's definitely, just definitely and then he got 32 from his defense. So I wanted to come in and be like Matt Long's back. Like I really like his team, but I, I don't know. Well, and I'm to, looking at it. Not and to it's mention just, we're it's all, not that good. No. And we're also talking about, um, you know, he has Jameis Winston and Roethlisberger kind of 
they're like whatever in terms of playing. You probably ride Jameis. As I said last week, um, and I heard it on the Ringer Fantasy Pod, the Browns play the – or the the sorry, that was the Browns. Excuse me. Uh, but either way, you're going to ride matchups probably with Roethlisberger. You probably play him. Um, Le'Veon Bell, that situation, Maddie's team would look a lot better if you added Le'Veon Bell back. But who the oh, fuck yeah. knows what's happening there? I have no idea. Um, so that's one that, again, we're like, he's waiting on that. You hope he gets him back, and you hope that when he comes back, it's not like a timeshare situation where they're just playing both guys. Um, Aaron Jones oh is another my God. one. I think Maddie's team, though, I will admit, I think with the Le'Veon Bell and even Aaron Jones, I think you could see later this year both of those guys kind of pop. And his team, could, be big. his team could later in the season because if he's sitting there and he has Le'Veon Bell and Aaron Jones performing and then yeah. Joe Mixon – that's actually like okay, and they just Adam Thielen as his wide receiver one. Like, I mean, you're you're talking about a decent team at that point. Denver yeah. Denver D was a streaming thing, by the way. I had them at one point. It was just a matchup, I imagine, for this week. It was Arizona. Yeah. Um, but guns. Oh my god, how many weeks are we going to go with him playing two running backs from the same backfield? Uh, yeah, it looks like it happened again. I thought we kind of told him about it uh, last week, hoping that he would not do this anymore. Um, uh, he's going to have to look at his team. He's going to have to play yeah. either both Buffalo running backs or both Miami running uh, well, backs. Well, LaShawn McCoy also questionable this week, so that could be a, a problematic thing. Ronald Jones did score that touchdown, by the way. So still not a, uh, a good sign for Cox that the only touchdown that the Tampa Bay running backs have scored this year has been uh, from Ronald Jones, who's not on that team, and he did not trade for. Um but, yes, looking at Guns' team, nice George Kittle game, uh, decent Minnesota defense game. Kenyon Drake seems like a, a decent place, probably like a flex play on most teams. Um, I, I, this is going to be a rough one. I, I think you're going to see um, this kind of really fall. I'm glad I haven't played Guns yet because that's another one I expect I can get a win. Um, so... <laughs> This is going to be a, a a rough rest of the year, and especially for a guy who's talking shit. Um, I did see that in the <laughs> chat. Guns, you need to learn, my friend, that you are probably the last person who's allowed to talk shit um, when it comes to this. Oh. Um, I also will say, I the only reason I had a kicker uh, still on my team was because one of my uh, one of my free agents didn't go through, or someone else picked him up. Um, so he is dropped now, but either way, um, chill guns. Okay, you're scoring less points than I am, so uh, you really shouldn't uh, shouldn't be talking. Whoa, is he really scoring less points than you on the season? Uh, this week he did. I don't. I haven't looked at the overall season, but uh, let's just say I don't expect my team to not outscore guns as the rest of the year. Whoa, that sounds like a bet. It is. Do you think you could get him to do it for the culture? Uh, possibly. I don't know how cultural he's been. I know he likes to throw in a little money every now and then. Um, Albert Wilson on the IR also for guns, um, his boy, Albert Wilson. So his team just got a little thinner. Um, guns has scored more points than you this year. I imagine. I just reviewed the stats. I imagine he has, I had a, like a 60 pointer or something, I think at one point, but um, he also has had more points scored against him. I imagine he has. I've had very low against me. Um, but that's also probably why you see my record say four and three and his say three and four. And do you know what guns leads the league in? 
Um, Chunting. Waiver budget. He has $95. Out of boy. So you can pick up. Uh, I just saw today there's, I think Duke Johnson's available. And um, I, I think uh, Mitch Trubisky might be out there. So um, there's some great pickups for you left. Yeah, Guns is building, building something special. He is. He is. Um, all right. Well, Maddie, good win. Uh, hopefully see Aaron Jones, uh, maybe Le'Veon Bell back soon. You can team can really take a turn. Hey, you know, we did see something pretty interesting as we continue to review these. Mm-hmm. We're at every team that won got into triple digits. Yeah, um, that is – I mean, I think – I feel like we know that going into most fantasy seasons that a hundred points is like the benchmark, right? Um, um, I, I think it is. I yeah. think it's one of those things that you, your kind of goal is to get to a hundred points. Um, if you're not getting to a hundred points, you're probably having a harder time winning. I've gotten pretty lucky with that this year, um, but I think overall it is kind of your benchmark, right? You want to, if you can get a hundred points, you feel good once you hit that triple digits in our league, at least. Some leagues, depending on scoring, uh, it will differ. But in our in League of Dawns, traditionally, that 100-point mark, you feel really good. If you hit 120, you're big dog that week. Yeah, if you're not getting 100 points uh, a week, you're not a contender in my book. Uh, yeah, I would usually say that. I know, uh, again, speaking of guns, we have had years um, where the magnetic pull of a team has just kind of won out. Totally agree. What's our next um, matchup? Next matchup, we have Saquon and Pat Ma Johnson and Deflated Balls. Uh, so Mark got the win, the Shelt Daddy. Big win this week for Shelt Daddy. Uh, hopped me, moved to third place. Uh, nice week for him. Again, we talked about it, that triple digit um, kind of goal you look for. Jay sitting at 97. Um I think Mark continuing to ride the Patrick Mahomes. Tyreek Hill had a decent game. Um, he had good Philip Lindsay, good Saquon Barkley. Jordan Howard, I think, scored today or uh, that day. So uh, overall, yeah, good game. Even with the New York Jets D uh, giving him negative three, uh, I don't totally know understand the New York Jets D um, play, but. Because I, I think it's a streaming that, thing. That might have been the one that he did without the help of a computer. Oh, yeah. That'll, yeah. that'll get you. That'll get he you. He gives himself one spot every week. Okay. Well, um, good for him. But uh, one thing to say about Mark, I mean, you just said, I think he's riding the Mahomes Hill. It's kind of where he started. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he is on a win three. Yeah. Do you know what happened exactly three games ago for him? Yeah, I helped him out. You helped him out, or, I mean, do you want to expand on what actually happened? Uh, I helped him out, and he helped me out. I don't know what you're fishing for uh, at this point. I mean, maybe you just refresh the uh, league's memory on the trade that went, that went down. Uh, yeah, uh, I think we all know the trade. Uh, at the time, everyone freaked out about it. I feel a lot better about it now uh, than I did at the time. Um, obviously Sony getting hurt, it, it's a bummer. Uh, but I mean, I got 10 points from Freeman this week. I think I got 10 from Deshaun and I got, uh, I had, you know, a good three weeks of Sony before, uh, before he got egregiously attacked this last weekend. 
But um, Mark, but just to be clear, since the trade, Mark is three and zero, and you are what one and two? I believe so. Could be uh, I something like that, maybe zero and three. I think you got you got the win last week. So oh, there we go. I mean, the week prior to this mm-hmm. week. Yeah. So there you go. Um, so let's see on the losing side, deflated balls, Jay Rose, uh, can't even really compare this roster because he changed it again. Uh, So I missed this. We're going to have to go over it. I I wasn't on my phone very much today. Um, I, I don't, did it help him today? Uh, Is this a new, what? Basically he got Julio back for, for cooks and Cohen. So he traded to Chad. Yeah, he traded he, back to Chad. Like if you, if you like count up what happened, it's just very stupid. It's like one player changed rosters or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, they they traded back a player that was traded two weeks ago. Okay, uh, you know, guys, I think it's just good. This is a good time to bring this up. So when you're looking into this kind of thing. If nothing's going to change for your team either way, um, it just the numbers are going to end up being the same that you score every week. You don't have to trade. Like, I, I don't think that there's a uh, necessarily like – unless you have a vendetta, I suppose, against a player, then I, it might work. But I guess when you trade him back or trade back for him, it kind of defeats that purpose. Um, I'm very confused. I, I wish – I had more insight into this. Maybe guys are looking at matchups in the future or, or think a guy's going to pop. Um, and I guess that's always something that could come. I love that sweet music in the background. Um, it's, uh, it's church bells. Yes, it's church bells. Uh, anyways, it, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll look at it when we look at transactions here coming up just so I can get a better idea of, like, looking at this. But, um, yeah, Jay's team, I mean – this week it's going to change, so we don't have to go into it too much more. Um, because if it's going to change, there's no reason to break his team down. So um, let's let's go. Last matchup before we talk about your podcast uh, hosts matchup: uh, Dalvin and the Chipmunks and Tom Brady's Uggs. Uh, Big Chad with a win this week. Uh, Chad, you're better than your brother now. We're proud of you. Um, as proud as you can be for being in 11th place with the same record, I believe, as your brother. But um, you know what? In the Cox household, you now reign supreme. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, now, maybe you can correct me on this, but I believe uh, Matt and Chad are the only two Beaver fans in the league. Is that correct? I think you may be correct on this. I think I'm almost positive now. Mm-hmm. As you know, the Beavers are looking at a strong second uh, winless Pac-12 season and last place in the Pac. So maybe they're so used to seeing that and expecting that that it's brought down their ability to even do fantasy. Yeah, I mean, that checks out to me. I don't want to just, you know, oh, we're making fun of Matt and Chad again. But I imagine it's a lot like – when you get like, if you, if you are around someone, say a a woman, say a female, you're around that female a lot and you kiss her a lot or something like that. And she has herpes. 
you also get herpes probably from that. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like you're just in contact with it a lot. Um, you, you can ca- – is losing – is, like, kind of being a loser something you can catch? Like, I don't know. Can you tell me? Do you know? I know we don't – we're not losers, so we don't know. Yeah. The only they know. So I think when we do a where are they now, we're going to have them both on together because it's okay. really just one entity and they're always, you know, you they're think, right next to each other in the league. So it's almost you, like they're the same. Do you think that the Cox family crest has some kind of L insignia somewhere, like maybe blended into the crest um, that like kind of signifies for them? I don't know. It's very hard because John is, is not a loser i really do no. like john oh, so that's I, why i'm so excited i'm hanging out with john this weekend in la a couple rams fans uh it's gonna be good i just you know I'm, I'm looking forward to it he's a great guy he's the number one if there was a time machine and you could trade your friends for their parents I, sort of situation that's and, and that's luckily, what we want luckily i think matt and chad both understand that as well so i don't think that you know i think everyone's on the same page with that um but no, I, diving into the matchup just to just to kind of you know get through this one, um, you know, Chad's teams again crossing that hundred hundred point um, barrier ended up being beneficial for him. Uh, his team sounds like it's it's changing again. Sorry about that. Um, sounds like it's changing again. Uh, this matchup, sorry, just makes me tired. Um, Hui's team, I was looking at I play him this coming up this week. Um, I don't love it going forward. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you're kind of seeing, I imagine this is going to be Hui's scoring output this year. He's going to kind of need what I've had happen to me, which is basically some teams to not score well against them, to pick up Ws. Um, and if he isn't getting that, then he's going to be piling up the Ls. Because this is that 92 point kind of range is probably close to the ceiling of what he's going to see from this team. Yeah, he did get some good news. And he has, um, what, Baker, Hopkins, Funches, McCaffrey. He got uh, Crowell is going to be the uh, full number one, no committee anymore with the Jets. Because Powell's, did he go on IR today? Yes, he did. He was on the IR today. So a neck injury, I believe. Yeah. So Trey Burton, I think Galladay's good. This that might have been his worst week that he's going to have. Like, yeah, it was just kind of weird. And and one of Trey Burton's best, um, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I don't think it's terrible by any means. I'm not. I'm not. I uh, didn't mean to 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 negatively say it that way. I just think uh, week in week out that like 92, 95 is going to be the max. And when when you're looking at that, and you're not a team that's projected 97, 98, 99, 100. Um, most of the time it's relatively accurate when it comes to Yahoo and that kind of thing. So um, something to keep looking at. Crowell will definitely be someone going forward. Galladay will have better weeks. Um, I do like Funches though, by the way. Yeah. Well, he has, he's also got a great kicker. Butker has been very solid. Yeah. With all yeah. the points they're scoring down in KC. Exactly. He has been great. Um, and then Chad's team, Jordan Reed's been a dud this year. I like Kieran Johnson a lot. Uh, Clement, just like um, Smallwood, both have just been very like eh. Um, mm-hmm. For that the team's not very good right now. No, that team is not. It's very flat right now. Uh, Keenan Allen also has kind of been a bummer this year, just mm-hmm. in terms of 
Um, they've just been spreading the ball around and throwing to their running back so much. Talk about a team that kind of does it like New England does um, and uses James White. The Chargers are definitely a team that does that similarly. And they do it really well with Austin Eckler and Melvin Gordon. So um, just going to be tough this year. Uh, Dalvin Cook, who the hell knows when he's coming back. Uh, it sounds like he's going to Oh, he traded him away. Okay, well. Either way. Yeah, so it's, um, it's very hard to evaluate this. Yeah, so carry on uh, looks legit though. So he does. That's he good looks for him. legit. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see what he does. I have him in another league. I think he's going to be kind of stud. So, um, well, why don't we get to it? Uh, do you want to? Uh, I'll let you do your spiel here. Why don't we talk about our matchup? I'll let you kind of uh, work our way into this. I mean, I don't have much of a spiel. I just you talk you talked to you talked a lot of shit before the week so um all i have to say is scoreboard um i feel like i didn't talk as much shit during the week i think it was more the day of if i had to really pinpoint it and i had a really good morning going i felt really good um projections were looking really good um you definitely your your saints guys ended up showing up strong um and then chubb had a nice later in the game touchdown um a guy who I think is going to be really good this year too. Um, kind of like Hyde was for them. They just seem to kind of have the running game figured out. Um, yeah. I, Marlon Mack for me, a guy that I drafted um, and I drafted him in a couple leagues and really felt like the indie running back situation was biting me in the ass. Um, Marlon Mack wasn't healthy all year either, but I had a bunch of the rookies that were supposedly going to be able to get the ball I thought they'd want to not make luck pass the ball 60 times a game. Um, it didn't work out, but Marlon Mack last week had like an eight or nine yards per carry. And this week just went off against Buffalo. But um, yeah, I just, you know, I, I felt good about some of the guys they had. It just hurts uh, when you have your, your best player just throw up a one five and get hurt and fumble on the way out. Three points would have been a lot better than fucking 1.5. Um, so insult to injury, literally in that case. Um, but no, I mean, I kind of hit projections for most of my guys, as you can see, when you work down the, the lineup, um, I was a, about in a little above the 89 projection. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those, uh, one of those weeks. Yeah. Um, the Chubb edition, uh, was big and I think will be very big for my season. So it was a totally something I really needed to update uh, because actually a guy I put on my bench, Lamar Miller has been doing nothing. Yeah, he he did go off. I don't know how real that is. So that I feel I pretty know, good. I think I talked to you about that. That was his first rushing touchdown since 2016, and I believe it was his first 100 or not rush touchdown. Excuse me. First 100 yard, 100 yard game. Yeah, yeah, it was his first one. It was one of those two. Um, I think it was 100 yard games, um, but it was like his first one since 2016. So he really hasn't been a guy that's like performed. I know when you drafted him, I remember saying like because you had such good keepers. I remember being like, oh fuck, that might be something that that doesn't help him. Um, big game though on your bench, but like, what are you gonna do? You're probably not gonna play him until to buy. Uh, maybe over Taylor Gabriel, I suppose, but you have Lockett coming back and God, um, that one sucked though. That was such that was such a hot pick this week for like daily fantasy and stuff. Yeah, because he's come off. He came off two monster games. 
I mean, for him. Like, yeah, yeah. He went 23 and then 11, almost 12, yeah. and so that's definitely tough. Um, I don't know. Yeah, for me, I mean, like, my team just has to basically hit slash someone has to exceed expectation each week, at least one guy, and everyone else needs the hit. That's kind of going to be – and it's the same thing for a guy like Hui, I think, with his team. Dylan, similar thing. We just are going to have to have a guy drop, like, a 25 spot that isn't your quarterback. Um I think my other thing that I'm really struggling with is the Wentz golf thing. Wentz has now outscored golf three weeks in a row. And it's like, if you add the total points, I mean, each week it's certain weeks. I mean, golf had went 14, seven and 16 and Wentz went, uh, 21, 24, 18. So really just like Wentz has been the more consistent guy. It's still so hard for me to want to, to put, Wentz in over golf and Wentz threw a pick or lost a fumble, excuse me, later in that game. So he was up in that 20 range too. And I'm thinking that it's going to be the guy going forward. I have to get 20 points from my, my quarterback spot to be able to win games. Um, so it's going to be something I'm going to have to kind of battle like this all year, especially with Sony out, which with what looks like at least a few weeks, um, at least through the bye, probably they have coming up. Um, which is week. It's going to be tough. Are you planning on making it? Yeah. Are you planning on making a trade? Uh, no, probably not. Um, I, I, uh, I'm probably going to stick with the team I have. Um, you know, I just picked up, let me make sure it's done before I tell you this. Um, so maybe I didn't pick them up yet. Um, there's a couple guys I'm looking at on the waiver wire. Um, Oh, like a Kenyon Barner type. No, probably not. Um, but uh, there's a couple guys I'm looking on the free agent wire who've had decent weeks that I think could be someone. I, if I have to play, it's a very like obviously it's always a risk, but um, kind of a risk that I feel okay about. Um, this is probably one of the worst years for me in terms of depth from a team that I've had. Um, I just made a lot of um, took a lot of risks in the draft, that kind of thing. And you have to do that every year. And just it's worked out more in other years than it has this year. Um, the reason I have to make a trade like the trade I made with Shelter um, is because I had no depth at all. Um, like if you look at my team with Saquon, if I had him and no Deshaun or Royce, I wouldn't have guys to play right now. <laughs> like it, it's to that level. Like I just – I drafted two Colts running backs looking for someone in that backfield, you know. Those are the kind of things you, I just – I haven't had to do this. And, unfortunately, in all of my leagues, I feel like I've been there. But let's stop talking about me because yeah. it's depressing. I was just about to say that. It seems like every move that you've made has kind of – you've gotten the worst outcome of what that move could be. Yeah, I. it's just – I mean, I I don't know. I try to pride myself on being consistent in our league. Um, yeah. and I feel like I usually make the right moves and do the right things and even draft pretty well. Um, and this year, like I said, I was really excited about the Colts guys. If Marlon Mack came on in week two, instead of waiting until what is it? Week seven to finally like have, or even week six to finally have a decent game. He was just had an, an injury all year. And I got so close to dropping him even this year. That was one that like, I was literally about to do it. So uh, he now looks like a guy who could be like a maybe an RB two or a flex type guy the rest of the year, um, but yeah, just like 
and, and in all my leagues, I drafted in kind of the same spot. You just kind of stuck in that position where if you feel confident in these risks you're taking, then you kind of just have to ride it out. And this year it's just bit me in the ass in three leagues um, or at least in a couple. And uh, yeah, something I just got to ride out and hope I can make the playoffs. Cause I bet Matt 50 bucks on it. I saw that. That's great. I, I didn't, I missed that somehow. Oh yeah. So um, I mean, you got, excited you got to track be, that. Now. Yeah. You got to be confident in yourself. Right. Um, but no, I feel good about your team too. Is I, that the motto you live your life by? Yeah, it is. Um, I, I try at least. Um, it's that. And then I think you're doing a pretty good job. It's that. And don't be confident in the Cox bros teams. So as long as I kind of keep those mottos intact and I feel good. I that's, that's great. Well, so, we, uh, you ready to go on? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do this. I mean, we're producing a lot of content these days. It was a 45 minute recap. Oh, Hey, by the way, (laughs) what I did pick him up. Okay. He's just not showing up on my team. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt is who I picked up. Whoa. Um, Sko ducks. Yeah. Uh, even with carry on performing, uh, 14 and 11, the last two weeks, um, Mm. very touchdown dependent guy, hoping he just fucking falls in the end zone. Um, Seattle's got a pretty good rush D too, so I'm not loving it. But this week, Royce doesn't look like he's playing. Um, so I am really um, cut down to it. But on that note, why don't we look at matchups coming into next week? Yeah, let's do it. I was going to uh, break some news, though. Go ahead, break um, As we're talking about an Oregon Duck, uh, breaking news, I will be going to the um, Arizona-Oregon game in Tucson Saturday. Whoa, what are you in Tucson for? I'm actually in Phoenix for work. This is just completely random. Okay, so booked it. I have a trade show I have to go to in Phoenix. Um, it was basically booked incorrectly by my company, so I'm there night early before I even have to do anything. So I have this like free night, and the Ducks are playing an hour and a half south from Phoenix. So Tyler and Manzo are already going to that game, so I just snagged a ticket today. Nice, Manzo, uh, just pretty much doing everything possible. It's incredible. It's like there's two Manzos. Did, did out there. you guys pay him like two hundred grand at that job? Uh, you know, somebody. I think the company credit card's missing. So, yeah, well, I would imagine that he's gone every <laughs> weekend. So, um, cool. Uh, well, that's awesome. That should be fun. I saw we the Ducks have not. I say we. I saw the Ducks have not won in Tucson since 2011. I saw oh, wow. something ridiculous like that, and I thought about it. Was like shit. Maybe not. Um, well, we wouldn't play there every year, right? No, so. we won't. There's some. There's like a big break. Get, yeah, break years in between. So how many how many games have there actually been? Down it's there probably been like in seven years. Four, maybe. Um, no, that's too many. It would be less than that. All right. Even if it just alternated. Yeah, that's true. Every year, it would be three. So it's probably been two games or something. Yeah, maybe one. Yeah, that's true. Um, but either way, I saw the stat on Twitter and was like, man, that's pretty sad. I know I hate – before the year, I was excited about Arizona in terms of Pac-12. I thought yeah. – I think everyone was. Um, and God, Because of Tate. Yeah, and Kevin Sumlin ruined him. And so I, I marked that as like an a automatic L for the Ducks. I was like, this is the game we for sure lose. Um, and now I feel better about it. Um, I think this is one of those kind of show-me weeks for the Ducks in terms of – um, we did it against Cal after uh, after a rough loss, um, and so I think the same thing. Hopefully, see bounce back this week. Awesome! Buy, well, buy me something cool in Tucson. 
buy you something cool. Yeah, like bring what me a, bring me a present back. I don't know. From Tucson? Yeah, the Sunshine State. Um yeah. I'm gonna see <laughs> bring me uh, some meth. our boy Chad. Bring me some see meth. our boy Chad down there. Really? He's be there. Bear yeah. down? He's got a tailgate going. Oh my god, I do not want to be around him. Yeah. Um anyways, we shouldn't get into nobody's gonna know who that guy is. Just know his name's Chad. Obviously he's white, he's a bro. Um, yeah, his name's Chad. He um, goes by Brad. Yeah, we call him Brad. Um, anyways, let's hop into it. Okay, we don't have to spend too much time on this. I'm picking Hui this week. My team is going to have a hard time scoring 84 points. <laughs> I uh, oh oh no, you're gonna go to four and four. I I think I am going to four and four, and we'll be uh, four and four with Hui, who should get a win this week. Um. Oh, you're playing Mitch Trubisky. I am playing, you're playing against him. I'm playing the Troops guy, although I really do think Troops will have not as good of a game this week. It depends though. the Jets' corners are all injured, so I'd love to see them come back. Um, but, yeah, overall, there's just nothing good about what I have to have going on right now. Um, I have guys like Mike Williams at a bye. Oh, God. Jesus, how tired are you right now? <laughs> It's 9.30, so it's, I'm pretty tired. Um, yeah, Mike Williams on a bye. I have Michelle and Freeman hurt. Goldfarb just tried to call me. Really? Yeah. That's odd. I um, ignored it, so. Good. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I got Hui this week. Um, I think he's got good matchups overall, uh, just in terms of he's playing me with a team that is just not a team I want to put out there. I wish I had some more health. Um, but – Good luck, Hui, this week. Yeah, it's going to be tough on, for you. on this beautiful matchup. Yeah, it is. Tough for you to come back, especially with the kicker like Butker. He's one of the best. Well, so, he's kicking Butker these days. He's he's a good one. And um, you know what you need? You need the Travis Kelsey three-touchdown, 150-yard game. And that is coming. Uh, I will say yeah. he's had a very like calm like nine, ten-point games these past few weeks. Um, the, it is very much coming soon because he's getting targets. He's getting those, um, those things and teams are going to start being like, all right, we got to fucking stop Tyreek Hill. Um, and they ha- they, I think you'd rather have a tight end running up the middle than Tyreek Hill running 60 yards down the field. Yeah. Um, totally agree. Cool. all right, next matchup, boom and Diggs rebrand against Saquon Patma Johnson. Um, Boomin Diggs has is going to be watching his quarterback live this week as the Packers take on the Rams in Los Angeles. Uh, John and I will be there rooting against Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I love it! I can't wait to see John. Yeah, yeah. John like double birding Cox. You need yeah. to make sure you get that. Oh, it's going to be great! I I am really expecting it. John told me that he got a new hat this week um, to match, kind of match up and get ready for the Rams. He said it's white and I imagine he's going to match it with his throwback Deacon Jones Rams Jersey. I would just imagine. Um, so I'm really excited to see that uh, come out and, and see that, but really just excited to, to hang out with John and in sunny California. Uh, it's going to be nice. going to be hot weather. Nice. Um, probably going to sit by the in-laws pool and watch some world series games. Um, really just kind of go hit some breweries, kind of just got a fun weekend planned. That's going to be awesome. I feel like John is going to have some random like money connections down there. He'll be like, "Oh yeah, you know, I did a little work for this guy." Scorsese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that where he never told his sons either. Like he just like kept it from them. 
Yes. Um, something like that, definitely. Actually, you'll probably see a lot of famous people at that game. There's a good chance. I imagine it'll be a pretty popular one. So I'm excited. We're, uh, we're like row 50 for the uh, Coliseum, which it goes up to, I think, like 100. So we're about halfway up, um, and we're we're pretty solid uh, spots. So uh, it should be a really fun game. The World Series game's not um, not going to be in the way of that or anything, right? No, uh, they don't play Sunday. So I think uh, okay. because Friday, Saturday are the home games. So I think what we're going to try to do is kind of stay away from downtown um, Saturday. Um, Friday, okay. Friday we're going to be doing Orange County, but we'll figure something out. Um, but yeah, so cool. it'll be fun. We'll probably just end up hanging by the pool and watch maybe go into a little dive bar for a little bit and catching some uh, some Dodger baseball. Hopefully they can make it a series because it's kind of been a bummer. Um, I th- they'll, they'll win some games at home for sure. So Totally. Um, um, so yeah, this week, uh, Shelter's got some good matchups. Uh, he's got the Broncos against the Kansas City defense, which as of right now, their DVOA defensively is at 25th. Um, so he's he's thrown Demarius in the lineup. He's thrown Philip Lindsay in the lineup. Um, he's really trying to pile up. And then he also has on the flip side, Mahomes, Tyreek Hill versus Denver. Those guys alone, those one, two, three, four, five, uh, one, two, three, four guys, um, should give him quite a bulk of uh, quite a solid number of points just between those four guys. Yeah, man, Cox's team. His running backs are going to be shitty this week. Holy it's a tough one. shit! I didn't. He's think got it. Matt Breida, Peyton Barber, and Carlos Hyde. Which I don't know if Carlos Hyde's getting. No, he's not going to get a hundred percent of the carries. T.J. Eldon's there. Yeah, they have so, Eldon there. Um, it'll be interesting to see how much of the offense he's picked up and that kind of thing. It's also going to be interesting to see who the hell their quarterback is this week. Ugh. Um, it sounds like Bortles is going to play again. Kessler didn't do anything really. Like he didn't look good by any means. It was just like, you could tell they just needed to get Blake the fuck out of the game. Like give him a break from his shittiness. Um, but no, it's going to be a tough one. Uh, AJ green against Tampa should be really good. I really like any Bengals players you have this week. You should play, um, Rogers against the Rams. I don't know. The Rams D's played a little better of late. Um, I saw a stat. Uh, about Aaron Donald um, that really, really surprised me. And I have to see if I'm right or wrong on this. So I'm not okay. wrong. Aaron, Aaron Donald, uh, along with Daniel Hunter from the Vikings, leading the league in sacks with wow. eight. Um, holy shit for a guy who, uh, who just got paid fat amounts of money and is just continuing to be a monster. Uh, Rogers, I just want to see Aaron Donald pummel him today or that this weekend. I think it'd be great. We could see a broken shoulder blade. I think a collarbone might be in the works. Um, I'm hoping to see it. Um, no, but I, oh, hoping to see it. Rooting for the injury. Cox better not listen to this. He, he'll you know listen. How he... He'll listen, and uh, I will probably yell collarbone out at the game multiple times. Oh, um, just. Based on the fact that I want my team to win, I want my team to be 8-0. So um, I'll do whatever it takes. That's what a good fan does. Yeah. Um, but, no, I, I think Rodgers will still have a decent game, I'm sure. Um, I think it's going to be really tough for his backs this week. Brita also, you never know. He could re-aggravate that thing. They also could get up on Arizona. Um, no, we've we've talked about Cox's team too long. His team sucks. He's going to be in last <laughs> – for even longer, and he's yeah. going to trade away A.J. Green 
for, you know, whatever the hot running back. He, he, he might trade you A.J. Green for Marlon Mack. So just do something like that because that's what Cox will do. So That sounds about right. Um, all right. Mark's team's very good. He's yeah, going to win. Mark teams, Mark's going to win this one. Um, all right, next matchup is uh, Calvin the Great and Good Phil Hunting. A battle of wits here. Uh, Calvin the Great, who um, is going to be – that's a lot of buys. Um, Freeze Daddy is probably – you know, he's still pretty set. He's got some really good wide receivers. Um, Robert Woods against that Packers defense, I expect to have a good game. He could even get a touchdown out of him. Um, Mike Evans against Cincy, I think that game's going to be high scoring. Um James White, Buffalo, like, you've got to love that. And that's a Monday night or two. Those are always great when you have a guy going on Monday night. Uh, you can kind of – I don't know how you feel about it, but I always love seeing that. Uh, no, I love it. I love to have a guy on Monday. Um, so what I'll say is Freezing still has the Chargers D on yep. his projections. Which is on a so, buy. So he'll probably yeah. get another team. I think most of the projections for those – are about six points. Yeah, five to six. So he'll, I mean, he'll be right about there. So I do, I, I expect this to be a good matchup. So, yeah, no, I do too. I think this is going to be pretty close. Um, I think Seattle's D is a lot better than it's shown early in the year. I think it's getting better of late. I think Stafford doesn't have quite, I think that 18 is pretty close. That's 16 to 18 for him. Um, Devontae Adams against the Rams is going to be a tough one. It's always a, it it really does kind of start becoming a uh, a coin flip with the Rams D. It's just all about getting pressure, and if they are, then that could be a bad day for Adams. But um, he's a stud, so I expect to be good. How do you feel about uh, Dylan's running back situation? Obviously, Kareem Hunt has a good matchup. I think but... Kareem Hunt's good. I think Mark Ingram is not dependable at all as a fantasy play. So, how do you feel about Alex Collins? Like at Carolina, I feel like I always. Carolina automatically thinks scary front seven, um, but I've seen some people kind of score against him this year. Yeah, I'm just looking at what he else he has to play. He can't really play anything else with no, the buys. He, he's so. pretty stuck this week. He could do Chris Thompson, if but if that hasn't been that hasn't been great. So yeah, no, it's been a tough one. So um, that's probably the team he's starting. I think it's just going to be a very close game. So I do too. I probably want to take. Mm, I think Andrew Luck could go for 30 against that Oakland team. Um, it's going to be a close one. Uh, I'd love to see Marlon Mack get like four touchdowns. But, um, yeah, I if you had to pick, who are you going with? If I had to pick or I am picking because we do pick every one of these games. So go ahead and pick. I'll take Dylan Branch. I will go with Jay Friesel. Great. Great. All right, next matchup on the board is Adam Booming Thielen and our first place god, Voodoo Mama Juju. Um, I think we both know who we're picking here. Holy shit, look at his projections. Yeah, a 116 projection is mean. Um, ugh, that's not fun for Maddie Kid um, having, to, uh, having to run into the buzzsaw. Um, yikes David Johnson against the San Fran D should finally score some points for Lair Bomb uh, Juju against Cleveland um, yay 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 
Uh, Kirk Cousins against New Orleans pass defense, which is about as god-awful as it gets. Uh, good rush defense, but terrible pass defense. That, that Latavius Murray pick, something I think to keep an eye out on. Uh, New Orleans has one of the best rush defenses in the NFL. Um, their pass defense is terrible, but might be something where he looks at some other guys. Looking at his team, I, I like Doug Baldwin more than I like Latavius Murray in the flex. Yeah. I mean, Latavius just had a very good week last week. He did. So. I Totally. I just I, – looking at them. Actually, they, back-to-back weeks. Wow, he's got he, 20 twice. Yeah, he's had great weeks. I totally – RB1. RB yeah, that would for be – For the last two weeks, that RB1. Would, that would be a ballsy, ballsy uh, play to sit him. I understand why he wouldn't. Um, but, yes, New Orleans rush defense, one of the best in football. So, uh, I got uh, I got layer bomb by a lot here. Sorry, I don't see how Maddie's yeah. going to win this game. I agree. TJ Yeldon versus Jacksonville. He got Sterling Shepard in the lineup. I think it's going to be a tough week for Maddie. So we both go layer bomb there. Of course we should. Um, he's just the king. Now we have up Brogy Snack Packs and the Booming Red Rocket. Um, why don't you lead us off, Colin? Who, how do you feel about your matchup this week? I feel very good. Although it's always hard to take guns seriously when he has two running backs from the same team in. So, I'd, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, um, I think he's got a good matchup with Antonio Brown and Drew Brees. So those are probably the guys I'm watching to be scared of. And Justin Tucker, I hate playing against Justin Tucker. That motherfucker always seems to get like two fifty yard kicks whenever I play that guy. So uh, yeah, that's uh, when you're worried about Justin Tucker. You uh, you f- should feel pretty good about your matchup. Uh, I also will have to pick you in this one. Um, I do. I will admit, and I'm looking at your team right now just to see um, when do you start worrying about finding another quarterback? Is he? If he, if he I does, mean, I've thought about it. If a he does, if he throws up 12 points two more weeks in a row, is it time to to well, look? I mean, just one more week. If he if he has a struggle week, then yeah, I'll be uh, probably playing matchups from then on. Yeah. But, I mean, that's been one of the problems too, is going into the games. Like totally. I mean, Buffalo 5.2 points against Buffalo at home. I mean, like, Deshaun Watson has not looked good in terms of just throwing the ball. No, no. Like um, he has not looked good as a standard, just a quarterback playing football. Put, put He's been his... great still for fantasy. Um, until these last few weeks yeah. it just really started falling off. So. Well, and, and you can put aside his coaching staff probably being a little bit inept and just say that, like, there has been that, but he's skipping balls to receivers and not oh, yeah. not able to kind of make shit happen. So, um, And he's not running anymore at all really either. So. Well, they've played some garbage games too. Yes. It's like I can't – aren't they like four and three right now I, or something? I think so. They're, and that, it's absurd, but it's like – they're again playing some games against bad teams and they're just winning very ugly games. Yeah, I'm with you. But Still, uh yeah, unfortunately I I I uh, feel quite good about this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think yeah. I think this could I think guns could be the low scorer of the week. I could I think, see this going really bad for him. I think he has a chance for it. I uh, I don't. I will say if there's one thing I'll, I'll say about um, about Houston is that their defense is all right, and I he has two running backs in the lineup from Miami on a Thursday yeah, on a Thursday on night road. on the road on a Thursday night where um, 
other than the Rams Vikings, typically I don't think you look for offenses to just be going ape shit. Um, but who knows? It could happen. Thursday nights get a little crazy. Um, but that's that's a tough one. It's tough to ask two running backs from the same team to be productive in the lineup at the same time, no matter what. It looks like he will have Shady going on Monday, which I'm going to hate. I'm going to be like, fuck. Uh, if you're up by 30, I don't think you have to worry about yeah. that. Um, but, yeah, all right. All right. Uh, we, got, we got Pooty on that one. Last, week, uh, last, last one. Last matchup. Uh, Dalvin and the Chipmunks and Deflated Balls. Uh, deflated Balls. Um, projected... Oh, the guys that made their trades. Yeah. So let's look at this lineup um, here. Now we can actually look at these teams. Uh, oh, Melvin... you know what? Sneaky. Sneaky about this trade is that it was done this week in a head-to-head matchup. So that means um, Jay got Julio in that trade, and he can't play him. Oh. So he's got Melvin Gordon and Julio on his bench. So I guess this is an interesting one in the sense of if you're Jay – I, my thing with Julio that I always laugh about is everyone brings up the touchdown thing, but like he's still going to be a very productive wide receiver. Yeah. I don't know why he traded him in the first place, especially when he had Cohen and Julio, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it, it's, it's interesting. I do like Josh Gordon. I think Josh Gordon is going to continue to become more of a role in the Patriots offense. Um, I think he's going to be that kind of deep threat guy, and you're going to see the touchdowns start adding up. I like Eric Ebron as well. I think against Oakland, that's a juicy matchup. Um, the, the, the tight end in the flex can be a very volatile thing, especially when Jimmy Graham really hasn't done shit for the Packers. Um, I think Mark Barron is playing too for the Rams, and yeah. he does a really good job covering tight ends. Um, but Jay's also kind of stuck because he has a buy. Good Chad one. was Chad was f- so fucked before this trade for this week. Uh, he yeah. would have scored like eighty points, maybe. Yeah. Look at all the guys he would have. He would have had Julio, Keenan Allen, uh, Smith, that running back from Atlanta, and and Derrick Henry all on buy. Yeah. He wouldn't have even been able. He'd barely have a full lineup. It does look like it would have been tough for him. I the uh, the one I would say for Jay when you listen to this. Get Jimmy Graham out of your flex and put Goodwin in your flex. It's boomer bust, but that's a Goodwin against Arizona is a better boomer bust than Jimmy Graham. Uh, it, or yeah, I just would sit Jimmy Graham. Um, just my thought. Love to see it change. I want to see you beat Chad. Um, when I mean, Jay, Chad, Chad needs to go on that big winning streak. So. Yeah, he has to win the rest of his games probably. Um, but I, who do you got in this one? I have Chad winning this. I think Jay should not have pulled that trade off this week, I, um, especially sitting at three and four. Like this is a huge week. Yeah, I have to agree. I, this was a move he probably shouldn't have made. Um, so I I agree in in saying that I think that's probably a Chad week. I like uh, the Edelman against Buffalo. I like James Conner against Cleveland. Carry on Johnson. Seattle's rush he's pretty good, but. Carry-on's just been kind of a bell cow lately, so it's going to be tough. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. So what else do we have to talk about? Uh, we, let's look at waivers just to make sure there's nothing crazy to look at. Um, 
God, I we need to figure out that Julio like that trade. Like I just I don't understand. I like I I need somebody to like I'm looking at this. I'm trying to look at the teams and see. So maybe maybe next week we can uh, have on some of these. Maybe we do a segment where we bring on some guys to talk about their trades they've done this year. Uh, Matt, Chad, Jay, Dylan, um, and just tell me Dylan would be the only guy who probably makes any goddamn sense in this whole thing. But um, other than that, I don't see any big free agent pickups to monitor anything on your end. Um, well, I mean, we, there was some money exchange. Jesus Christ. Defense again, $21 on the new England defense by Adam Boone and Thielen and $30 on Randall Cobb by Cox. Were people going to pick up Randall Cobb this week? I mean, you know what I'll admit with, with that is I probably would have picked up Cobb as just a flyer. Um, obviously I didn't have any money, but, um, New England defense uh, for $21 was very interesting. Um, They played the vaunted Blake Bortles in week two and scored three points. Uh, They played Miami. I mean, this is interesting. Um, Guns has a lot of money, though, so that's the other thing. Um, You know, Hui throwing $15 on Mitchell Trubisky was kind of interesting. Mitchell T., one that I actually do like, and go figure, uh, Layer Bomb, $17 for Raheem Mostert or Mostert. Yeah, the San Francisco, the back. San Francisco guy. Um, really like that. He's a guy who's starting to get some carries and, uh, and doing well with them. Um, for whatever reason, it seems like that San Fran O-line is pretty good. They seem to run block pretty well. So um, guys are getting carries behind that line, and they're doing well with it. Um, other than that, I don't see any big money things going on. Um. Yeah, I, I, I know for me, I think I looked at Cobb and I looked at Mostert or Mostert. Um, not having any money didn't help me. That um, just tells you right there. That's why you got to be careful with your waiver wire. Um, because unless, guys, unless your name is Guns. Yep. Then you're hoarding all of your money like it's uh, Jew Gold. Yeah. <laughs> all um, right. Well, this, yeah. that, that was just broadcasted everywhere, so. I'll see if I can. I'll see if I can bleep that out. It's going to come up later, like twenty years from now. It will so. when I'm running for political office. Uh, that's because it's too late. You kept me up too late. I'm ready for bed. It's time for right. my wife's back in. I don't want to get you in trouble. How do you know she's in this room? I heard a big uh, door swing. Yeah, and she had a very big facial expression. So, well, there you go. I thought you could physically hear that. I probably could. That's why I felt this cold chill. Roxy, Roxy be quiet. A, it, it is a cold chill. It is. Hey, good luck with that cold chill. Get off the yeah. Phone. It's Get not. Off. It's not the phone. It's a podcast. <laughs> We're making podcasts. We're making history. <laughs> Our friends listen to it. I doubt they listen to the full hour. Oh, they do. I can. I, I have. I have the um, statistics on it. Jay listens like multiple times a week. Yeah, he's telling laundry to put away. So get off the phone. I got whatever. laundry to yeah, put go, away. Call him, call him. Why do you think we got married? <laughs> All right, call him, I gotta go, get out of go here. Go wash your poop stains. All right. All right. I'll see you later. Later. Bye. Good week, Bye. boys.